Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars book club with Matt Lehman. Hi, Matt. Hello, Ryan. Welcome again on this evening, a week after the last time we recorded. Exactly. <laughs> a week later. Yeah. Man, time flies. Yeah. Usually wearing the same outfit. Kind of weird. <laughs> it is kind of weird. <laughs> All of our viewers will wonder what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> they tell me I have the face for radio. <laughs> you do? Yeah. And the voice for a Charlie Chaplin movie. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, What's this chapter called? 15. It's called chapter 15 <laughs> chapter subtitle <laughs> the <laughs> testing <laughs> semicolon <laughs> the testing um so this one um what's his name dara yeah takes a test takes his sats or his bars or his it, something it, it should be like chapter 15 the testing semicolon the humble brag right <laughs> like the whole this, chapter this one is hands <laughs> semicolon i have hands yeah <laughs> so is semicolon it, humble brag semicolon i have hands semicolon uh they were surprised at how <laughs> strong my hands awesome are. i am <laughs> right right i'm so smart um i invented the test <laughs> i actually invented the institute <laughs> Okay, so he has to take a test to get into the Institute, which is where they would make all the peerless guards. Right. Um, so he takes his test. He learns, in preparation for his test, he said he doesn't study. He learns about, uh, what do they call it? Paradigm shifting, extrapolational thinking. Extrapolational thinking, right. His example is, if a, if a fish has 3,000 scales on its left side and 3,000 scales on the right side, which side has more scales? The outside. So, yeah, some of this stuff is um, pretty smart, and I wonder if Pierce Brown came up with this stuff, or if he had seen this somewhere, or if he asked someone about something. Um, you kind of, like, don't think about how much an author does research when they're writing right. stuff. Like, I think back to, and he mentions it in this chapter, back to the game he plays with the scythe and the sheep. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, something... I couldn't figure out without him explaining it. Right. And so did Pierce Brown come up with that? Or like like what do you like Google? Like well, I think crazy extrapolational thinking games. Well, I think <laughs> like, it's more like I would say that I mean I've heard variations of that sort of question and it's like a a riddle where the answer the answer that you give is probably you know could be right or it's almost like the any answer that makes sense as logical is kind of the right answer you know like i feel like there's like two options and then you add a third that's correct right exactly yeah, yeah. you have to yeah. like find the one that's not an option that is correct right yeah yeah um so yeah he goes to take his test to get into the institute um and during the test the girl beside him is tapping her stylus and when he, when she's not looking, he snags it from her hand I, that's, and puts yeah. it up his sleeve. Yeah. And she doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Because he's so fast. So fast. You got yeah. hands. Yeah. I have hands. My held up our hands. <laughs> Surprised he didn't break the stylus in half when he <laughs> grabbed for it. <laughs> um, but I guess other people saw it because uh, we need to we meet a new character afterwards. Right. I just love 
I am a hell diver of Lycos. <laughs> yes. So yes, I can steal a stupid girl's stylus without yes. her knowing anything about it. Yeah. This is like su- such a weird thing. Humble for brag. Him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's not even that humble. It's just uh, like, true. Right. so yes, I can, feel, I can steal a stupid girl's pencil when she's not looking. Um, like, I guess, and, and here's the thing that I, I do have to remind myself. He's 16. Right. So, okay, how was I when I was 16? Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of that stupid you know right. you know kind of guy you right know. so that's what i think i forget sometimes when i'm reading this is that okay pierce brown when he created this character he knew that he was creating a 16 year old right right and so i think when he wrote this character he had that in mind yeah but i think as a reader you you lose some of that like and i've i've had that experience too like in other books like i think we've referenced this book a number of times is ender's game right like sometimes i forget that he's what four six bean is four yeah okay yeah so he's six like i'm thinking i know (laughs) six-year-olds like you have a six-year-old yeah like he couldn't (laughs) defeat an entire army of buggers for sure (laughs) for sure Right. And he so wouldn't I, think to save them afterwards. Right. Right. And so I think that that is something that when you see these extraordinary characters behaving, um, and you wonder, okay, this is really stupid. Why are they not acting like an adult? Right. Well, it's because they're not six. He's 16. Right. Or whatever. So, And it's, does Pierce Brown write diff- differently? Is his normal writing like for a 16 year old? Or did he have to? Did he have to constantly remind himself that? That's what I wonder. Yeah. Like, is he like, oh no, 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 a sixteen-year-old wouldn't do that. I need to rewrite this whole section. Um, or is it just like that's how it comes out of him? Right. You know, saying things like, "Of course, I can steal stupid girls." Yeah. That sounds especially, you know, young. But right. Some other things he describes don't. Um, I think it's the situation is seems to be so much more mature than sure. a 16 year old should be in especially when we get to the next couple chapters well and even um, the situation where he started in right i mean like right. you, if you think about if if a life if if uncle narrow is 35. old at 35 right you know and he's 16 so if 35 is like let's say near the end of life so that's like 75 right then in that crunched timeline, he's more like 40. Right. Or, you know, so in some cases you think, okay, he had, they're forced to be more mature, and but there's still some things as that you can't kind of like nurture out of a 16 year old. There's right. going to be 16. Like me, even though I'm 31, I still like to play video games. Sure. Yeah. Cause I'm still a child. Yeah. And I still think farts are hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Anytime somebody says butt, you're going to like smile and <laughs> yeah. laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's an immutable law of nature. Yes. Butts are funny. <laughs> we, were, we were just somewhere with the kids and they were playing in the creek and we were kind of, we we're at a park and there wasn't like a place to like change per se. Um, so we just like changed the kids like right there, kind of, kind of out in the open, but like, not a whole lot of people held around. Up a towel. Yeah. yeah. We probably should have held up a towel. <laughs> These like two and four year olds were changing their clothes. I know, but the the older one, when the three year old was getting his pants changed, his brother was like, "He has a butt. He has a butt." Like, what do you have? Yeah, what do you think you got? It's like butts are hilarious. He's right. No, no, no. He's right. Butts are funny. (laughs) 
you've got a point, but everyone has a butt. Everybody has a butt. Um, yeah. So, so we're really on. So, what are we talking about? Oh, um, yes, butts. He's a butt. <laughs> we also I'm, found. I'm out guessing he has a because he's a hell diver. He has a he has to sit all day. He's a very strong butt. Yes, he, he flexes. He has <laughs> buns of steel. <laughs> There's this TikTok that was going around <laughs> where a guy puts an egg on his bicep. And then, like, makes a muscle and crushes it against his forearm, like, when he's, like, flexing. Right. And he says, I'm built different. That's, like, his thing. And then, yeah. like, people, so many people responded or, like, stitched that where they show that. And then they show them. Like, there's a really, like, 90-pound girl who puts an egg on her arm and just, like, crushes it with her forearm. Like, it's super easy to crush an egg. Well, so this video, like, this was going all around. And then this one girl, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah? And she turns around and clenches her butt and the egg breaks. <laughs> You couldn't even see the egg before. She clenches her butt and you can like see the egg break out of it. She's like, I'm built different. I'm like, oh. See, butts are funny. Yeah, butts. It made me laugh. Uh, no, we meet Cassius, who is a key member of the story from now Remember on. that name? Yeah. Cassius Au Bologna. Au. A-U. A-U meaning gold. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Interesting, because um, is it in this chapter where the copper gives him his name? And he's a CR? He, sa- he says CU. Oh, CU? Is that what he is? Yeah. It was something weird. I was like, oh. Is that next chapter? No, I think it's... I remember seeing that, and I'm like, ooh. Oh, maybe it is. But, yeah. Do you think that has something to do with it, actually? Well, trying to think of anybody else who has some of that in their name. Well, what's the um, what's the symbol for copper? Is it CU? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember either. That one wasn't. I. Uh, I remember gold. Silver is AG. No. Silver is yeah. <laughs> I thought you said. I thought you said gold. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh. Where is this guy? Yep, it's CU. Huh. Chemical element with symbol CU. Oh, here. Members of the Academias. Um, Darrow Andromedas. Uh, yeah. He's a copper. Mm-hmm. Bondulus Ku. Ku. Ku Tancris. Yeah. We should keep that in mind. I never thought I, of that before. Yeah. This is the third time through this book. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't thought about uh, that. We'll have to keep that in mind as we go forward. Well, I don't know that we get any other, like... Like names like that. From family names. There is Lorne, the one silver. Oh, that's Arcus. Lorna Arcus. There um, is one silver that becomes a big player later in the oh. second book. Quicksilver? Yeah. Is that you're talking about? Yeah. Is he a silver? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But he, just, he just goes by Quicksilver. But he has a real Does name. He? Yeah. Huh. Yes. Think about it. That in mind. Please make a note of it. Um, we hey. find out. You guys have learned that at the same time we did. Yeah. There you go. So Cassius is the most beautiful man alive. <laughs> what does he say? He s- stepped out of Roman myth or something like that? Right. Uh, Greek. Oh, oh, oh. I highlighted this part about uh, his hands. <laughs> so he shakes hands with Cassius and Cassius. Yes. Have you ever been in an experience like this where you shake hands with someone and they like try to squeeze your hand tight? <laughs> I... No, like only I've never like, been like only <laughs> only with like when I was like little with like Uncle Randy, right? To Brent. see how tight you could do it, but right. you never like tried to 
gain dominance over someone by squeezing their hand tighter. Yeah. And the first one to give up has to like walk away with her head down. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> he can grip stronger than me. He must be better. I hate that when you go in for the handshake and the person's like too zealous and they just squeeze your fingertips. <laughs> I just want to like curtsy, like oh, yes. <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> or like they go for the handshake and then they turn their hand like you know like flat like a pancake. Right. It's like uh, okay, this is a super awkward thing that happened to me one time at work. I, I you probably guys... told this story. I probably told the story at some point. <laughs> I was working. We like a lot of times at my last job, the customers would stand at the counter and wait for their vehicle to be done. I know it's so so annoying, super annoying. Um, I had to stand there forever until you recognized I was there. <laughs> when was this? <laughs> oh, okay. It was at the old job, at my old job. And they would stand there. And then, like, as soon as their vehicle would get pulled out of the shop, they'd come up and stand at the counter and wait for you to, like, <laughs> give them their keys back or make their bill or whatever. I'm like, okay, once he the tech brings me the key, then I have to do all the paperwork and then print it out and then give it to you. So this guy's standing at the counter impatiently this whole time. He's got, oh, he's got work to do. You know, he's got places to go. And we're inconveniencing him by servicing his vehicle. <laughs> it's his world. We're just living in it. Yeah. And so um, I'm like talking to him as I'm like trying to like quickly get everything done. And he's like not really engaging in the conversation, but a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, here's your bill. And, you know, he pays and he signs the paperwork and he holds out his hand. I'm like, oh, a handshake. That's strange. I take his hand. He's like, oh. And like right as I'm going to grab his hand for the handshake, um, he's like, oh, no. And he like closes his hand and points. And I realize that he's pointing to the keys on the counter that he thought I would just place into his hand. Sure. Yeah. So now I'm there holding his like pointed, like not his finger, but I'm holding his hand. I'm like, I like, grabbed his hand as he's making a pointer finger. It was so awkward. I'm like, oh, yeah. Here's your keys. <laughs> Just grab him next time. Yeah. Oh yeah. He like just held out his hand like this. I'm like, that's a little, a little angled for a handshake, but okay, job well done. We'll do it. <laughs> thanks for your, thanks for the handshake. Um, no, he describes Cassius as like very beautiful. Yes. Um, I don't remember where that is, but uh, he starts off with a musical voice addresses me. So right there, you kind of get an idea of first how the golds talk, and second, Cassius by like. All in himself is very uh, the epitome of a gold. Um, mm-hmm. Find out that his dad is like a super powerful man. Um, probably he says probably the only one to rival the arch governor in power. Right. Um, I'm trying to kind of understand what Mars is in this. Like Mars is a super powerful, um, like planet, but it's not Luna being the capital. Um, and so like, what is Mars? Like, what is like Washington DC is our nation's capital is, is Mars, New York, you know, I'm trying to like yeah. make it like who's super powerful in the world and like how much power does the arch governor have over things outside of Mars? Is it just Mars that he owns or is it like everything? Like, I don't know. It's kind well, of I hard think- to like keep the like things straight of who, well, he, they talk a little bit about it. I can't remember if it's in this chapter or the next, but there are a thousand cities on Mars. Each one of them have a hundred cl- hundred minds. Have a hundred minds, and each one has a governor. Oh, right, right, right. And then the arch governor is over all of them, which right. is over the entire planet. And I think you know, again, they talk about how 
And maybe this is in the next chapter. Is it in the next chapter we talk about? Um, uh, I mean, the, what you just said is in this chapter. Okay. Yeah. Because then they, there's also the whole, there's the family power as well. That I think is, that's in the next chapter, yeah. <clears throat> that's but. kind of integral to the society. Right. So there's almost like a formal government type structure, but even something that is as equally powerful if not even more is the family structure right that makes up the society yeah yeah um so this also we find out that not all golds are beautiful he says he expected them all to be like like cassius but there's ugly ones there's short ones there's um you know all kinds of golds um that are taking the test with him or have taken have just taken the test with him. Right. Um and then he goes to take his physical tests. So he took his written one and he said he thought it was pretty easy. Right. Um and then uh he goes to take his physical tests um which is oh, did I even say this part about his hands when he meets Cassius? I wanted to read this. He shakes hands with Cassius and Cassius tries to squeeze his hand a little bit tighter. So, you know, hands, <laughs> perfect hands. <laughs> I have hands. And he Don't says, ever hands. He says, um, Cassius says, uh, your hand is like a vice. Uh, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, you must be a terror with the razor. Uh, yes. Um, okay. So here's where the physical tests start. Uh, I'm instructed to hold my breath as long as my lungs will allow. 10 minutes. <laughs> nah, eh. that's nothing. <laughs> Uh, afterwards the um what's this takes a breath and exhale to oh, oh right no oxygen in the chamber right when i start to tilt my seat the oxygen returns they freeze the room and see how long it takes me to shiver uh then they heat it to see what my heart begins to struggle they amplify the gravity till my heart can't push sufficient blood to my brain um they see how much motion i can take till i vomit and oh he I'm says, used to ride in a 90 meter drill so they have to give up yeah hell diver <laughs> it's like going like i picture like that like right spy spinning thing that like it's astronauts have to go, yeah that yeah, astronauts yeah. will get to and he's just like in there like having a cup of tea or something and uh they f- measure they measure all kinds of stuff with him physically um my favorite part they they have me throw balls, then line up, then line me up against the wall and ask me to stop small balls that they shoot at me. My hell diver hands are faster <laughs> than their machine, so they bring in a techie to adjust the thing. It's shooting till it's a shooting rockets. Eventually, I'm hit with the ball and a blackout. <laughs> they measure that too. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. My hell diver hands My hell diver are faster hands. than their machine. <laughs> we love his hell diver hands. You gotta love his hell diver hands. Um, and then we get um, the girl again. After the physical test, he goes to the locker room and he sees a girl putting a shirt on and he like stops in his tracks and blushes. Um, and golds aren't supposed to do that. And it's the same girl that laughed at him um, when he fell off his horse. Right. Oh, we still don't know who she is. I did like the line. I thought it was interesting. You know, after they... Um, tested him i thought it was interesting that they said i feel vaguely distant from myself after the mm. test like they measured my body and my brain but not me 
Yeah. You know, I've had no personal interactions except with except that one with Cassius. But I thought that was kind of interesting because it's you know how and I think it's kind of what he's had to go through from going to from being a red to a gold, you right. know, all the things that they tested was all the things that he had to change right. from being, you know, a red to a gold. Well, he could maybe he could have done some of those things, but definitely could have done everything that he was able to do. Right. Like maybe he could have held his breath or maybe he could have caught the balls. But um, so I think that it's just interesting to think about how, the only thing that they didn't, the only thing that really, I think what the story is about is what really matters is who you are. And what he's saying here is that they don't care who about he that. is and what is, they didn't test anything about who he is. Right. They, the, they tested who, you know, what he is. Right. How smart who, he is and how he can perform. Right. But not his personality. Right, not yeah. His exactly. beliefs, they don't care about that. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I I thought that was just kind of an interesting um thing to throw in there because I feel like it adds that um philosophical or kind of like thoughtful piece about this right. whole transition that he's gone through. Yeah. So um let's see what else. Anything else in this chapter? They talk about um how excited they are. Um, wait, is that in this one? Um, what was this? Where did I write this down? Oh, so they have no clue what the Institute is about. Right. Um, he asked Mateo, who has been like his guide through this, um, what will the Institute be like? And he said, how should I know? Full of classes, I guess. Um, and it's like, nobody knows, um, what's in there. He said, three people come out, three types of people come out, peerless scarred, the graduates and the shamed. The peerless scarred are the best of the best. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here. The peerless mm-hmm. scarred are the best of the best. The graduates have good, um, they can do good things, but they're not the best. And the shamed are sent out to like, nobody wants to be around them. They right. shamed their family. They shamed the golds. They shamed everybody. Um, Let's see. This, oh, oh, that oh. was interesting too. The graduates can become peerless guard. Maybe it can't be. It'd be oh, they can if, work towards it. They say, yeah, yeah, it, and they can, and they still must earn their scars. Right. So, I guess a graduate is kind of like neither, neither nor. Like, right. You just made it through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you didn't you didn't do anything to shame your family or. Gold. But you're not top of your class. Right. Yeah. So now you're going to have to, you're going to go one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so cl- almost at the very end of the chapter, they talk about um, the pr- the whole purpose of the Institute is getting an apprenticeship. Um, you need a powerful benefactor. If you want to help our cause, you'll do as you're told. If you become a, uh, an apprentice to a preter, in 10 years, you could be a preter, and you could have a fleet. Imagine what you could do with a fleet. Just imagine. And it's funny. Like, this is a 10-year... I don't know how long it's been. At least two years, probably, that they've been doing this. Since he, since he's been doing it? Yeah. I don't think it's been that long. Okay. Maybe not. I know 
he like doesn't know either. But I, I remember Harmony telling like, while you're in here doing all this, the world is still turning and we're still doing all this stuff out here. Yeah. So they do make it seem like a longer time than Darrow realizes. I think it's been, I think from start to end of the process, it's it's like eight, ten months. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, like there was, if we, this was two months and I think like the actual, I think the carving took a couple of months. And then he had the recovery after the carving right. in a couple of months. Okay. So that's yeah, lines six, up. eight. So I, yeah, I, th- I would say... Not I, I think we could do do the math at some point. But yeah. yeah, I think it's less than a year so far. Um, He said, like, this is a 10-year plan for them, for him to become a preter. Right. Which, like, they're not even... Like, above them is the Imperators, and then above them is the Arch Governor, and, like, above him is, like, he's got a long way to go, it seems like, even after that. Right. And, like, Mateo, he says, Mateo never speaks about such flights of fancy. So the excitement in his eyes is contagious. Like, he's so excited about how, you know, Darrow did, that he's, like, thinking, like, oh, man, what's going to happen in 10 years, you know? How far will we be, how far will we be then? Right. And, um... Yeah, it's just interesting to think how long their time frame was. Yeah, I think it... Um, and how that changes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Foreshadowing. No, I, yeah, you're right. It. Um, I think it's also probably more realistic, too, in how these things can take. Right. You know, like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think probably to them, <clears throat> the 10 years thing was even high hopes. Yeah. To turn a red into somebody who's ruling starships or right. commanding starships, that's high hopes. Right. So, high, high hopes. We'll see what happens next week in chapter 16. All right. Thanks. For, nope. Thanks, Matt, for being here. Thank you, my good man. My good man. <laughs> good man. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye. Bye. See you later, alligator.